What happens when you purify your body, your mind, your spirit? Something miraculous. The body begins to heal itself. Welcome to the Medicine Girl Podcast, where each week we explore new ways to heal your body from the root, igniting your inner healer. You are a medicine. And now, here's your host, Robin Stebbins. Hello and welcome to the Medicine Girl Podcast. It is me, your host, Robin Stebbins. And today I am so excited to have Fernanda. I heard you on Health Freedom for Humanity podcast with Alex Zek. And every word that came out of your mouth, I was just lit up. Yes, yes, yes. Because I, a little bit about me, I've been a registered nurse and in the healthcare field for 35 years. And I have seen an epic failure from the beginning for any kind of treatment that would actually help a person instead of making them progressively worse and progressively worse. Um, and so then I got, I really went just hard nose into nutrition, diet, exercise, your spiritual channels, your religious channels. I, I thought, okay, no stone left unturned, but people were still not getting better despite all of that work. And the last thing I wanted to do was turn someone on to health and wellness and they would just turn off completely. So that's why I really wanted to talk to you and my audience is a lot of patients, doctors, nurses that are in alignment with what we're talking about. So if you wouldn't mind just introducing yourself, your list of accolades could take up the whole show <laughs> and all of your education, but so just introduce yourself and then we'll kind of get into the meat and potatoes of literally. Thank you, Robin, first of all, for contacting me and asking me to share some of this information with you and your listeners. Um, you know, my credentials, it's not about that. It's what the people see. And I've always gone to school out of interest and curiosity more than anything. You know, that all those credentials, what you can see on paper, but I am just a normal human being here learning, growing and in this journey and realizing how much there is to, to learn and to share with others. My fundamental truth is love. Like everything I do, it has to come from a place of love, whether it's raising my kids, taking care of my pets, treating my patients, um, working with my clients, taking care of my house. That is just the fundamental energy that I've always um, fed from is, is love, right? And that's what gets me up in the morning is love for myself, starting the day with healthy routines. Love for myself sometimes can show up as just taking a day off, just resting, right? It's not always do-do and our society is so programmed, right? To like, if you're not being productive, you're a failure. If you don't check all the lists, right? all these things and now um you know i have my doctorate in acupuncture and chinese medicine that's my my real you know my job right now is sharing that kind of holistic care and i think that's where we connected was the ability to you know treat the patient as a whole everything your sleep your diet you know your exercise is it's just you can't just as an rn i'm sure you're like you've seen prescription of a pres after prescription and that is just not, you know, that's like the very end is like, let's treat the symptom. 
And I really love treating the whole person and looking at all the different areas in the most holistic possible way. Perfectly said. And that's when, you know, when we look at the roots, it's not just one tap root, you pull it out and done, you're healed. It's always these multifaceted approach, all these different roots that led to the initial disease state. I call it disease or disharmony. You're at somehow you got out of harmony. So it, it wasn't the, the fact that you're drinking a six pack of beer. It was what led you to drink a six pack of beer in the first place? You know, it didn't start with that. Like there's some piece of you, I think that maybe was disillusioned thinking that you're not enough or you're lacking or something from the external can fill this, this, this idea that you have an internal void. So I, I appreciate that, that, you know, there's some of us that will look at the whole person, the whole piece so that we can get the picture. And I kind of just wanted to ask you about your process. Like when you, when you meet somebody the first time, how do you get that whole snapshot? That's interesting. You're asking me that because I was thinking, wow, when I start telling her how my intake is, it's very lengthy. That's why when people come for the first time, I say, look, we're going to be together for an hour and a half maybe two, because my first interview with my patients and my clients that come here for retreat is I need to know almost everything you can think of, you know, things that you can't even think that could be related. In Chinese medicine, it said like over 90% of the illnesses come from an emotional imbalance. So it could be too much sadness, too much happiness, too much thinking, too much, you know, too much anger, and it shows up in different organs. So when, to answer your question, I have a patient here, the intake is pretty lengthy because I want to know you know, I ask, how's your poop? You know, yeah. how's your sleep? Tell me about your diet. What are some traumatic events in your life? Like we are going to dig everything up because even I, you know, I still like remember things. I'm like, wow, I've been kind of putting that to the side. I call the West, you know, the medicine wheel. Like we don't want to look at our shadows, right? But if we want to heal, we got to lift up the carpet and look at everything that's been stuffed under <laughs> Well, that's, that's a really good point because especially when we look at ourselves, it's easy for you to see and like, Oh, Robin, this is where I see you out of alignment, but I can't see it. It's so obvious to everyone else. And I think that's why it's so important to go and see someone else, especially for those of us that are, you know, just put your head forward and you'll figure it out. You know, I really, truly believe that sacred connection with another person that's willing to see you, that in and of itself is healing. I call it, you know, instead of the ICU clinic, it's like, I I see you and I really want to get to know you. And I really want to get to know like what has happened in your life to create the disharmony and the disharmonies that then lead to the stress and trauma that kind of goes, you know, sweeps it under the carpet. So that's, that's impressive though, that you can do that in an hour and a half. Well, and you know, my clients come here for three, four days. So I'm with them every day. It's different. I say, we're going to, 
you know, zap at you at different angles. Going to be acupuncture, cupping, right? The diet, the yoga, the meditation, a hike. So I get to see them in different settings, and and the goal is always the same. The goal is a journey inward, right? My book is a self, you know, a journey to to connecting to that self love. And the only thing I wanted to add to what you said is. I really tell my patients, like, nobody knows more about yourself than you. So I, you know, I defer in that view just slightly. I think we're at the same goal, but I really want to remind the, the patient that, look, you know, it's up to you at the end of, I am just one person giving you my two cents on what I observe and what I can see. But at the end of the day, I really think we need to encourage our clients to, you know, trust their intuition to reconnect to the inner knowing because we all have that. And somehow in our society in this time, people have given that power away and continue to do so. We go to a doctor and suddenly they're like, oh, you have this, right? Like some the, the, the most famous for me is because I see people with autoimmune diseases and they'll say, oh, my doctor said, you know, I have lupus or I have, you know, fibromyalgia, which is all a combination of symptoms that a doctor just puts under that category. I'm like, forget about the labels, you know? And that's, and that's my invitation to everybody is really connect with yourself because you're, you're going to find it. I'm just one person. Another person's going to give another opinion. And when people are here, I say, I'm happy when I know you're in your cabin having, you know, in on the ground, on the fetal position, crying, then you've cracked the coconut. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, that's beautifully said. And I just want to point out just a couple of things with that too, the inner knowing that's what I believe is the solution to everything that's going on right now on the planet is to bring back that power to mm -hmm. each one of ourselves so that we see our gifts, our truth, our light, our wisdom. No one has more wisdom than you. They have, they might have more knowledge. Like you have more knowledge in Chinese medicine than I do. Yeah. And you have in our, you know, in yeah. your so that's, so, yes. so that's good. And that's what we, we learn. And that's the training part of it. But what I'm talking about is more that wisdom, that guiding light that tells you, this is my right path, or this is that, that space that needs to be looked at that I don't want to look at. Mm -hmm. um, and, and as we get into that, so we're, we've created this translator between us and the divine, or I, I say us and God. And in that, you've allowed there to be someone that can usurp that power, that wisdom that you have, your internal guiding light. So instead of trusting what your body's saying, now it's what the white coat says, or right. it's what the minister is saying. Right. It, it all goes back to like, we could solve all of this today if we just said, what is my wisdom feel about this what does my divine guidance feel and a lot of people and this is why i think it's good to have practitioners on this planet like you because you'll point that back to them you don't have this ego of like look what i am doing or diagnosing so then that's the other piece i wanted to point out people get addicted to these labels to these diagnoses like it becomes their identity and they speak about it as if it's now become them. So, you know, I had somebody say like, oh, I've got lupus recent. And I said, well, what if we could just not utter the word lupus? 
you know, you have a set of symptoms that they like to call something because of the diagnosis codes, because of insurance and follow the money and it's a racket, Mm -hmm. but it's not who you are. And they get, you know, most physicians generously get about five minutes to spend with the patient. So it's not the patient, it's the numbers, the labs, which are pharmaceutical funded, and the, the different prescriptions that they're on and their weight and their height, the BMI, there's just like a set of numbers and then we just write prescriptions. Right, symptomatic treatment is what I call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, it's it's interesting too, I'm, I for the first time, because of what is happening on this planet, I'm actually reading the Bible, never have before, mm-hmm. but it, the diseases in the Bible are exactly the same diseases that we have now. They just call them different things. Like they call it the palsies or they call it the droopsy or they called it leprosy. It's the same stuff that's happening now, but we just have these hungry ghosts, these psychopathic style corporations that have decided they can profit off of these diagnosis. So I just like to point that out, especially because with the audience and and everyone else, that is, I think the most important takeaway is not to label yourself and never let anyone else label you or diagnose you. Don't give them that power. Know your power, you know? That's, that's, that's it. Exactly. And then in that, because you have this knowledge because you have this, this understanding of how the human body works, then you can start to put together some puzzle pieces that I was not able to see. Right. So when the, it, the puzzle pieces is where I come in with, how about you try this diet that's more aligned with your body type? How about in, in one of the days that we spent together in an afternoon, we do the vision board exercise and it's really putting all the dots in the eyes and crossing the T's. It's kind of like, all right, starting fresh, you know, what, what would you like your day to, to be like? Right. And it's like, oh, I have to, I, they start by, I have to wake up. No, what time do you want to wake up? Right. So, Mm -hmm. and then start creating that day that is what you want to see. Of course, you know, like you have your son, you have to take to school and there are the things you have to do, but if we could create, if we could just imagine all the things you want to put in that day, then I start giving my clients an opportunity to recreate their days and have that vision of the future. What do I want to bring forward into my life and get off of this routine that I have been, you know, kind of trapped on? Yeah. You know, uh, when you're talking about that, I just heard this interview this morning with Dr. Tom Cowan, and he's talking about, because what, what you're saying is I would always tell people, I was like, your cell membranes respond to your thoughts and your beliefs. Mm-hmm. So, and then Dr. Cowan is talking about, we might not actually be made up and comprised of cells. It could be this, this um, fact that we're cutting off a piece of the liver, let's say that he was talking about the liver and we're sectioning off a piece and we're staining it and killing it and and slicing in it and putting it under a a lab slide and looking at it. And he's saying, that's not necessarily what is happening. He said, it's an energetic field, this liver, and it has these energetic processes, but anything we observe then we corrupt in some way. Mm. so now i'm kind of thinking like the the power that we have because i've seen on this planet right now they want to keep us from our power 
Right. They're spending trillions and trillions of dollars and poisoning us and spraying us and keeping us from our potential, I think, fluoride and, and the list goes uh-huh. on. So I, I wonder, you know, that what we're talking about, that communication with our bodies could bring about what you need to eat. So I would always just kind of said, well, eat intuitively. Your body knows what to eat. Your brain doesn't. Your brain wants sugar and chips and, you know, easy stuff. Program Mm -hmm. the stuff that we've been programmed to think is delicious, but your body has this wisdom of what to eat. And, but here's the, the, the catch or the trope is that no one really knows how to tap into that body wisdom. They're so far out. I, I know I'll sort of test them. Like, can you feel your big toe? Well, if I touch it, I can like, no, 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 don't touch it. Just see if you can feel into your big toe. That's great. I love that. (laughs) But most people can't. So we need a bridge. And that's why I love people like you on this planet. (laughs) But you're a beautiful connecting bridge between themselves and their light so that you're not going to be there as this little, you know, Fernanda on their shoulder saying, here's what you need to eat. And here's, we're going to go through the store together. It's like, oh, I'm, I see myself now. I see my power Mm -hmm. now. Oh, yes, absolutely. So well said. And it goes back to that self-love and self-empowerment. Why don't we thought this from kindergarten forward, right? It's always like looking outside of us, looking at your grades, looking what you accomplished. Never once were we really thought like told, like, look within. What are you feeling in your heart? What is your intuition? Right. And I and I've talked to other moms. I have an interview with another mom that leads young children, like eight to nine year olds to do this kind of work. I'm really excited to see that that's happening. And so that we can now this new generation coming in right? That they can know more than we do. That's the goal is let the future generations know even all that we know plus more. And, um, you know, back to what you said, like, we don't want a little Fernanda, little Robin telling anybody. I tell, and, and everybody's at their own starting point. That's the other thing. We have to really respect that everybody's on their journey. Some souls are newbies, some souls are older souls, and we just have to respect that journey. And sometimes I can't come in and say, look, change all this because they need to go through a process to get there, right? We all know that the lessons we've learned helped us be where we are now. So I take into consideration that too, because as much as, you know, I want to be like magic wand, everything's fixed. I have to, to understand that, hey, that person needs to go through this in order to come out the other side. And, and, and that's where the self-love comes, right? To, to honor that, even I'm t- telling my patients, like, you have to love yourself that you're going through this really hard time because that, you know, that's the work. When everything's good, it's easy to be all in love and joy. But can you love yourself while you are, you know, right now in your suffering, in your pain? That, well, that's exactly it. And I say that you will not ever know yourself unless you're tested against your metal. I say, you you know, you test against your metal, but it's that struggle. And none of us, because we're humans, we're in this human body. We don't sign up for pain knowingly or, or those things that we've been programmed again to think are bad sadness, 
the depression, anxiety, like those are, those are messengers from your soul. When they go unchecked and you think it's bad, you, you keep pushing them away. They get bigger and bigger and bigger. So then you think, oh no, I have a diagnosis. I'm mentally ill or I'm this or I'm that. Right. So and it's uh, the body letting them know, right? The yeah. body's like, hey, I just had a patient here. You know, it's this guy. It's funny because I usually see women, but once now I get a guy here and, and I said, look, you know, you're here. Like, I'm going to give you a lot of homework because you're here for one day doing this treatment with me. My goal is that you don't have to come back. <laughs> you know, I want to see new people because, and, but if you, because he had already gone to his regular doctor, and of course, the regular doctor was giving him sleeping pills. And I said, That's symptomatic. I want you. Are you willing to do the work? Which is, you know, my new website is Meditate with the number eight. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So, infinity. It's just really like, can't, because if you're not willing to do the work, any temporary fix is just that it. It's just temporary, right? But if we're willing to do the work, whatever that is for that person and the recipe changes because we're all unique individuals, then you're just going to fall back to the default system out here, which is prescription, you know, all these labels and things like that. So I, you know, I used to just take anyone. Now I do a somewhat of an interview before I get clients here for retreats, because if you're not willing to do the work, let's not waste each other's time. Because doing the work is going to be deep and I'm not going to leave any stone unturned. I'm going to be yeah. there with you, but you're doing the work. Well, and that's it. And I, you know, through my um, career, I guess you would call it in healthcare, mm-hmm. I would say out of a hundred people that I see about one is willing to do the work. Mm. Um, and, and I think it's so sad, but it's because of the programming. The yeah. programming that everyone has has been inundated with to look to that source. And I've had people, you know, actual clients that have completely detoxed from prescription drugs and they are lit up and happy and they go see their doctor who mm-hmm. shames them, mm-hmm. scares them and gets them back on the statins and the blood pressure medication, even though their, their numbers are fine. Like, yeah, and, it, and it, it just hurts me inside, but. Oh my gosh, doesn't the little warrior in you, I'm sure it's a big warrior because I see it in you, yeah. wants to just embody that person, go to the doctor in their body and tell the doctor all the things they know. I just like, there's a part of me, the rebel in me that's like, can I go with you to your doctor and just, you know, give him a piece of my mind? <laughs> or I'll say, can I just call the doctor? <laughs> or have them call me. I would love to have a conversation with them, Mm -hmm. but you know, it's again, it's the system. And so if I can just completely empower that other person and say, you know, and, and the client that went back, you know, I said, well, I, I appreciate you and I, but I can't work with you when we're doing, when you go back on the prescription drugs. Yeah. It's that kind of that hard line, but it's, but I'm here for you. I'm here for you 100% if you Mm -hmm. want to come back and go and, and get off these, these drugs so that you can feel into your body again, you know? And I think that that brings us to the, the nutrition piece, because with the nutrition piece, Mm -hmm. it's almost like people lead with that now, like, and what do you eat? Are you paleo? Are you keto? Are you, it just, it makes me crazy. Um, 
it's a trigger word now you know it's like god you bring up certain words it's just trigger word and if we can see beyond that we can all move on to a much you know better place but the body type i didn't invent was dr kwan in korea i think he's already passed on but at 93 he had a three-year wait list with patients in korea so you know, and then the, the the constitution, like I say on my book and you read, saw in the interview is everybody's different. We've been saying that we're so unique individuals. So some people have the liver, a stronger organ or the kidney and, and so forth. So this is, you know, this conversation can take a couple of hours just to explain each body type. So in an effort to summarize, and you know, and I said that on the other interview, my book is for free on my website at sedonaranch.org. The password is love with a capital L. It's, it, I just want people to get the information, right? So that's why I'm, I continue to share because I don't have time to see everybody. And, and I really want to encourage people not to give up because a lot of people get this courage, right? They're like, oh, I tried this diet, I tried this. I'm like, how about the diet that matches your body type? <laughs> Well, especially men too, because, you know, and whatever you've done to men in this, this culture, emasculating oh. them, they're just, they're like, they're, they're just doing what they're told. And usually it's, totally. you know, like, my wife told yeah. me to be vegan. So I'm vegan and I'm sick and I'm this and I'm that. And it's, yeah. it's, it's heartbreaking too, because they're doing all this work and they're struggling. I know, I know. It's so sad. But then again, that encourages them to in the future, listen to their inner intuition. It does. It does. You know, it's like, that's the balance between being, you know, sort of this practitioner and a healer, because I am very empathetic. And like you said, it would be nice to wave our magic wands, but then the road to hell is paved with good intentions. It's right. Like, and we don't want to do the work for our patients. Right. It's like, you know, it's, it has to be good. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, exactly. So, you know, the other thing that with the whole meditation, because it's just become such a part now of my everything, I feel like saying, all right, we can do acupuncture, we can do body type, we can do, you know, yoga, we can do all this. But if you're not taking time to calm your racing mind, which is meditation, then I can't even work with a person because I just know what meditation can do for a person. I used to be one of those, you know, I had three kids, you know, two years apart. So it's like driving to school. Are you kidding me? Meditate? I don't have time for that. You know, I'll be thinking of my list of to do (laughs) for the day if I sit down quietly. But now that I've, I've been practicing and it's like, there's no way I skip my morning meditations, 45 to an hour each morning. And it's like, you know, my whole day just changes everything. So I learned this and Joe Dispenza is so great, right? If people don't know where to start, please just go on YouTube and look up Joe Dispenza. His meditations are awesome. And in one of his books, you know, my takeaway was so great. And I want to share this because a lot of my patients come in, they're like, well, you know, I grew up in this abusive home or my ex-husband this. And I, and Dr. Dispenza says, you know, in one of his books, it's like, okay, we punish your mother. We take your husband to, you know, a, a concentration camp. We beat him up. Are you going to be okay? And the truth is, no, yeah. you're not going to be okay until you do your work. Exactly right? right. And that's a lot of people forget it. They're carrying this heavy luggage of emotional garbage, thinking that, you know, it's somebody else's 
fault that they did that to us. But it's like, all right, what are you doing about fixing that emotion? Because remember at the beginning of this interview, I said in Chinese medicine, almost 100% of the illnesses strive from an emotional imbalance. So if you're carrying anger, I say that in my book, you know, in chapter four, it's going to store in the liver, right? Anger, Mm -hmm. resentment, sadness in the lungs. So what emotions are still trapped in your body that you haven't worked with? Then now your body's like, hello, I have a liver problem. And your body's like, can you please look at me? And the truth is we shouldn't say, oh my gosh, now I got this. It's like, wow, liver, thank you so much for letting me know right? And then we go into the work. So I I just love this journey on earth. I don't know where I'm going next, but I'm really, you know, taking the full advantage of being on planet earth at this time. And it's like, bring it on. I just love it. You know, I love all my pain. Yeah, no, now, now I am. I had a lot of anger to release. I was very stuck in anger for a very long time under the victim medallion, but I knew it. That was the difference. I knew I was stuck under it. I didn't know how to release it. So I went, you know, I went heavy into different modalities like plant medicines and journeys and all of these things. And it, all of them, I call it the, you know, the capillaries, they all lead back to the heart. So whatever avenue I would have taken, it still would have led me back to my voice, my inner wisdom. And again, that's what we're doing with everyone else. So, but getting back to the eating piece Mm -hmm. that people get so lost in, how Mm -hmm. do you, so let's say you've done your intake and the person you've assessed like, okay, they're ready to do their work. Mm -hmm. We're releasing. Is it, is it this, can you explain just a little bit about what this diet is? And it's not a diet so that people know, like, don't don't turn off the podcast. It's not another diet. It's not. Yeah, it's definitely not another diet. The word diet is another buzzword that, you know, can be triggering. It's it's just your way of eating that is good for your body type, right? It's it's not you're going to go on this for just 30 days and then, you know, you revert back to whatever. So to answer your question, my intake is not just about the body type, but if we were doing just the body type, I still need to ask questions about their childhood, what illnesses would come up on there. Because when your immune system goes down, the key thing to remember is what were the first symptoms that come up? Where that really gives me an insight on what part of their body is responding. Is it the liver, the kidney, the stomach, right? So I ask them, okay, think back in your childhood, in your teenager years, when you're about to get sick, what symptoms would first come up? And a lot of people can't remember. I'm like, okay, you know, so let's get a little more recent. But then recent, you know, most people already have prescription and things like that. But, you know, like I said, my intake is so thorough because I need to know, like, how is your bowel movement? Because if they have too much heat in the body, the bowels respond in one way. If they have too much cold, that's why it takes a while. And I have to ask questions. They're like, why are you asking me that? But it's because it gives me an understanding on how their body's showing up. The other thing I check is their pulse. So we have six positions in our three on each wrist and each one is related to an organ. So like the liver, if, you know, when we feel, if it's very strong, it gives me an insight that, they're probably hepatonia and hepa liver. So that's their strongest organ. If I go and check the stomach and pancreas, which is the same point, and those points are stronger, then I can start 
you know, figuring out that maybe their stomach is their strongest organ. So it's a combination of pulse taking, the tongue, we look at the tongue for diagnosis. If it's red, it's heat, if it's dry, if it has a yellow coating or a white coating. And I talk about this in my book too. And I offer a bunch of acupuncture pressures that people, uh, points that they can press. But, um, and then the third and final thing is that thorough questioning about their lifestyle. Like if they have acid reflux, it tells me that their stomach is overreacting, right? If you're going to have, if your immune system is down, let's say you're under a lot of stress and the pancreatonia person is telling me, wow, I have acid reflux, right? Then I'm like, okay, stomach is the one that gets affected. Most women in and Alex was asking because he wanted to know his body. Yeah, yeah. That was his goal, right? Yeah. So he got that. But I don't want to generalize. But if I had to, I think the majority of the women that I see are pancreatonian. And then second to that, uh, it's a type for hepatonian and pomatonian. And then for men, it's usually mainly hepatonian. Men are like your caveman. And that's the danger of the men going vegetarian because the men who are hepatonian, and I had a, a husband and wife team here, and the husband was hepatonian while he was trying to follow her vegetarian diet. And he got he was really sick. Yeah. And you know, weak, they get they get moody, they get angry yeah. because like feeding the lion lettuce, they're gonna roar, like, where's my meat? You know? Right. But well, then again, now at, at the meets, you know, they're saying they're being injected with the, you know, so they, it's like, <laughs> well, who knows? And what I realized is I, I work hospice also, hmm. and I will not wear a mask. <laughs> I've, gotten, <laughs> I've gotten in so much trouble about that but I'm next to the, the patients I'm like head right next to them I'm mm -hmm. caressing them That's so, so beautiful, anyone, Robin. well if anyone was going to get symptoms I would because they're fully yeah but hmm. I realized the only time I experienced symptoms was twice I got hives when I was next to this person we were having a conversation and I realized my toxic load was a bit high my stress was high. I was in, in a state where I wasn't able to just, uh, what, I don't even know what you would call it. It's like warded off, ward off the frequency. I think it's a frequency that they're emitting mm. kind of like that works with glyphosate, aluminum and 5g, but that's for another conversation. Yeah. But, and we can but, have that. <laughs> I think, well, you know, from what I've seen that that makes the most sense to me because it does seem like radioactive and, um, but when we're in harmony, no matter what, like, even if they are injecting these meats and they're putting it in the plants and they're trying, they're trying to do it any which way they can, but right. it's, it won't infiltrate. I don't your think vibration I, is up. So yeah. glad you brought that up because there was a time that I was considering not seeing people who had the, and, and I changed, I just had a patient here for a week, which, you know, was, she was here for six days and five nights and she's triple. <laughs> so I was like, wow. And I, and, and really, I, I feel the same way. I've come full circle because I was so attacked last year, you know, and, and it was, it would, it would have been really easy to jump onto the hate train. And I said, no, 
that's exactly what whatever's up yeah. there is trying to do is make me into the lower frequency. Yeah. So divide us, my, anger us, make us yes. afraid, like, divide like oh, us. You're poison, you're poison, you're toxic. I yeah. talk to you, I hate you, or exactly. I'm afraid of you, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. And because my whole fundamental energy, as I said at the beginning, is love, love is such a high frequency that didn't matter that she was triple, you know, like it, it doesn't matter because that can't touch where love energy is. And like you just said, it's that frequency. And then I, and that's why my meditation in the morning is no offense or buts. I'm going to start at that high frequency and be very conscientious of my whole day to stay as much as possible in that frequency, whether it's a walking meditation, a driving meditation, I'm in my frequency that I choose, not one that's going to come on to me because I love lowered my awareness and that's why I really like Joe Dispenza he reminds us you know it's like we have to go into that gear otherwise something is going to come in and take that place and with clients like that like you said you know when you're really close if your frequency is so high how can a low frequency even come to that it can't right so I yeah I'm seeing everybody now and it and I'm great. I don't have any symptoms. I've only worn a mask twice in my whole life. And it was to fly, you know, yeah. to go. that's it. But I wanted to go see Dr. Christian Northrup last year. And then I wanted to go to another conference. But other than that, I've, I just won't wear a mask and I smile at everybody. Yeah, I, that's the difference, too. I I know now how to go in with a vibration, including to the supermarket where I can either make myself completely invisible and I'm five, nine. And, you know, I, I, I stand out, but no one, <laughs> no one looks at me. No one looked at me during the lockdowns. When I went into this frequency of like invisibility, Yeah, I go in with that frequency of love. So no one's like, they're not combating you. They're like, do, can we take these off? I'm like, yeah, yeah you like, can. Huh. Let's take them off. I'm like, are we still doing this nonsense? Well, like, you are a force of inspiration, right? And that's the beauty. You shine your light. Look what a beautiful, bright light you are. The work you're doing, bringing people onto your show, inspiring your audience, giving them tools, giving them hope. That's what we're here for. Fernanda, like you and me and, and those of us that are aware, we don't have to do anything. There's no like secret formula of what to right. say. It's just, you just shine in your light and it's yes. an invitation for those other people. But if I'm devolving my energy to that other fear-based anger energy, then I'm dimming my light. I'm, I'm creating more of what I don't want. Right. So in that, like, and so I really wanted to just point out one other thing with, when you get back to what I like to call the lowest common denominator, like let's simplify all of this. It's self-love. Yes, that's it. It's self-love. That's the title of my book, A Journey Home Back to Self-Love. Because when we can love ourselves so much, right, then you know, when people are like, oh, I love you. It's like, first I want to ask, do you love yourself? Because if you don't, I don't think you really love me. <laughs> That's right. And it's just like, you know, and in back to what you were just saying about us being ourselves, you know, me being me, when people come in, they're like, oh, I wish I could do retreats. I'm like, you can. I had a nurse here and she was like, I, you know, we're doing her vision boards. Like, what would you like to do? What would be your dream? She's like, 
she was shy. She was like, do retreats, but I don't really know. I said, there are so many, aren't nurses burned out? Couldn't you host a retreat to help them? And only you know that world. I know my world of these things that I work with, but everybody's got a gift. And me being me gives you permission to be you. Like, we don't need a second Fernanda. We need you to be your full potential on this earth. How can you get there? I'm not going to have all the answers, but I'm going to help you. And then you go see Robin, you know, and then you spend time on your own. And let's celebrate you as you, self-love, right? Going back and being like, wow, why? My daughter-in-law just called me the other day. She was in Scottsdale. That's where the conference was. She's like, well, I want you to tell these group of young girls, like the 25, 26 year old that I want to do a health coach business. And they looked at me and they said, you don't have any social media. How are you going to get anyone? And I was like, no, Amy, you don't need social media. What you need is your heart in the right place. Because 100%, if there's a will, the way shows up, right? Like don't buy into these stories. <laughs> uh, well, always because it's I I think you know you can measure the heart what eight feet outside of your body with our rudimentary instruments. So that's you know double, triple, quadruple that with the heart resonance. And when it's resonating with that self love, you're attracting that other vibrations that have that same frequency. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I want to point out too when when we're talking about self love. And loving another person, I always say, well, you have to know yourself. You have to know the deepest, richest pieces of yourself to be able to love yourself with that intensity. And the same with other people. You have to show yourself in your most authentic way to be loved. Otherwise, you know, they're not really truly loving you. They're just loving your facade. It's like, oh, that's that's a facade that I put up. And I know that that's who they're professing their love to but they don't really love me because I haven't shown them so we create that I call it like the hungry ghost loop or um the the what do they call it where you're you just keep moving the target it's the mm-hmm. disease of the moving target it's like, oh, oh yeah and the media like tv commercial shows I I don't watch any of that but you know that kind of deep program starts in in kids right it's like mm-hmm. girls if you don't do this or wear makeup or this and you know when women are here and I have some that are just like completely abandoned or over the top done and I say you know because in chapter seven of my book I talk about conscious dressing conscious dressing is like you are going you know in the morning I have my routine of meditation then I work out then I take my shower and when I'm going to get ready it's not about who can I impress is what do I feel like sharing today you know today I wanted to put a cute little turtleneck my ponytail like it's not to impress somebody is to be in love with myself right because mm-hmm. I've had women here like oh I'm not gonna wear makeup guys expect that I you know kind of rebellious and I'm like it's not about them yeah. you know some days I'm total tomboy some days I'm all dressed up it's like I'm doing it to celebrate me Fernanda and what does that today look like am I wearing blue black white what colors calling out and, the, and that's part of connecting to your inner knowing your intuitive self it's like what do I want to celebrate about myself today that is so I, I love that you say it because we're so in alignment with that that's exactly what I do it's to light myself up and and it's and it changes like I just went through and just threw out you know three quarters of my closet I get all this stuff at thrift stores that just <laughs> and then it's like nope I'm done with all of that and yeah. wait till wait till something comes in but that's why then we don't need 
to read like a thousand books on how to dress and what to eat right. and what to put on your body. And it, it comes from within you because that, mm -hmm. that lowest common denominator, that deep, deep self-love, which is always ever changing and ever deepening too. That's a beautiful thing about it in, in a beautiful way. So it's not the, uh, the never enough. Right. It's Ooh. the change. That's the good point you brought up. The self-love is there, our in you know, never changing soul and spirit, just growing. What changes is the brain loves change. So, like maybe one day my workout's a bike, another day is a yoga, you know, and some some days I go for a walk because it's fun to change around, but my inner love for myself is still there. It's just how do I play in the world with that? Yeah, how are you expressing that that love today? And also, also it's expressing it to our fellow humans, mm -hmm. which can be very frustrating at times, especially with the climate. The climate is one of separation. Yeah. And and narratives and I call it, you know, we're just a nation of parrots right now. We're you I, I want to know what Fernanda has to say, not what your interpretation of the social media and that book and this meme and that quote. It's just, what are these conversations that you and I are having that create something never been heard or seen or felt before? That's what lights me up. And I think that's kind of why we're on the planet. Yes, I am having so much fun in my life. Like I raised my three kids. They're adults now I have a grandchild and it's like life just keeps getting better and I don't know there's so much stuff I, that's why I don't have any social media and watch tv I live in a bubble and I love my bubble because I have a beautiful ranch I wake up get eggs from my chickens you know and I go about my day and I wake up I'm like I'm excited to go play right I'm excited to see a new patient and be like oh my gosh what's this person gonna bring in that we can work together I believe in that and like waking up and what is going to bring me joy today? Oh, yeah, we have the human things, you know, neighbors or things or, you know, phone calls or bank issues, whatever. Those things come up. But Michael Singer is a great author and he wrote, like, how do we respond to things is the really fundamental difference between you and I, because I can take something and and, and Joe Dispenza says that too, it's not so much, you know, are you going to get angry today? How long are you going to hold that anger for? right? How long are you going to be upset for? Because you can choose to be upset all day, or you can choose to change that energy and to, to see, whoa, what's this trying to, to teach me? So I, I mean, I just love when an issue comes up because I realize, wow, what's this trying to teach me, right? Well, how can I, yeah. and my partner is like my biggest teacher, you know, I told him the other day, I'm not shy to say like, you trigger me more than anybody on this planet. Like, but then I look, I'm like, wow, it's like a mirror. He's showing me things that I need to go, get over, things that I need to grow up about and mature, right? Yeah. And learn how to deal with. So I'm like, all right, bring it on. But then again, I set boundaries. You know, I need a couple of days off here. <laughs> go to your house, I stay in mine. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the beautiful thing when you are tapped into that, that level of self-love. Mm -hmm. Because, and I'm in a new relationship. I hadn't been in a relationship for um, almost three and a half years. And I was just doing my work you know, waking, sometimes I'd wake up in the morning crying, I'd go to bed crying, but I knew that was part of the process. I didn't judge myself. I wasn't like, oh, this is getting a little extreme, Robin. It was just like, 
And this is what's coming out. And I had, you know, I was the tough girl, grew up on a ranch. Mm. We did all the work ourselves. And so I, you know, I never processed emotions and I'm 53 now. So it was like, well, that's why it took all that time to release it. And I had that wisdom then to not interfere with it. But now being in a relationship, all of that stuff that I thought, well, you know, that's done. I've worked on it. No, I didn't know because I'm not in a relationship. So now it's like, but the difference was I told him, I was like, oh, this is my stuff. This doesn't have anything to do with you. You don't need to yeah. change your behaviors because of that. It's the needy clinginess, not enough unworthiness coming up because I am now in this relationship. And so it took that weight out of it. Yeah. They it took say, the energy. Get the biggest lesson of your life getting to a relationship, you know, and, and it's true, but I think I'm 50, you know, and it's like, wow, I'm just now kind of getting an idea <laughs> to how it is to be in a healthy relationship, but it's a lot of work and a lot of healthy boundaries and a lot of self-compassion. Like, wow, look at me. I needed to be Mrs. Control Freak, you know, and it's like, I don't need that. That's a, that's one of those big luggages that I used to carry and if we can laugh at it, it just makes it even easier, right? Because we get it so serious and, ah. <laughs> Let's talk. We need to talk. Let's sit down. We're going to have a conversation. It's like, oh, no, I don't want to. No. <laughs> but if, when it's fun and it's silly, I think we can accomplish almost anything. And then for me, it's just calling myself out on it. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. And being real, you, you know, being honest with your own self and then you have to know yourself to have that level of honesty and integrity with yourself because it I and I've seen myself do it like I've seen my you know the meme where we always do the best we can in every moment well no that's not true uh, right that's not true for me I have actively not shown up as my best self intentionally being lazy or just like no I just I don't have it in me today I'm just gonna go low vibe or engaging with someone. I did engage with someone on a beach who was yelling at me about a mask. Mm, <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, it's this this human nature. in us. <laughs> it's not a reminder we're, we're humans here doing the work. But see, you did exactly that. But I said, like, it's okay. We get upset. We get thrown off of our balance. But then how quick do you recover? How quick you like, wow, you know, I went overboard with that. And, and that's my invitation today, you know, besides that self-love to that is to take time to meditate. That's like, that's why I'm opening a whole new business just about meditate. I just got all my shirts and hats and we're building a meditation room here at the ranch because I just realized that's like the number one key thing to do. Even if you do it for three minutes is to teaching, to teach the body, the stallion to sit still because Joe Dispenza says after 25 years old, you're so hardwired that now the body becomes the mind. You can, if you say, look, you know, you wake up and you want to go get your coffee, go do stuff. Can you just take a little bit of time to sit with yourself and say, look, I know body, you want to go do X, Y, and Z, but we're going to sit here and there's nothing you can do that's going to get me up. If you can start training that stallion, 
you're going to feel something different because your body, your brain during that state, when you bring back to the moment, because meditation is nothing else but getting past the analytical mind, the, the thinking like I got to do X. But if you can just keep bringing back to the moment, like, oh, wow, look at me. I went and thought about my ex-boyfriend. Oh, look, I'm thinking about my to-dos. That awareness, Robin, you know, Joe Dispenza showed in, because I'm a skeptical and, you know, I need empirical evidence for some things, but he shows the brain studies when they, they actually test the brain that in that moment of coming back to the present, even if it's just taking a breath, you release the healthy hormones like dope, you know, all the good things in your brain instead of activating a side of yourself that we're so programmed to do it. So I invite everybody to just three minutes. Come on, that's not a big deal right? And soon you get 45. Well, and like you said, we all come in with our litany of excuses and our stories. Like nobody understands how busy I am. I've got three jobs. I've got a teenage son. I can't. Right. Because it's, it's, it's overwhelming, but what it does is it's like doing yoga. It feeds on itself. And all of a sudden you become more flexible. All of a sudden now I'm craving that moment of silence at 45 minutes. I, I like to do breath work before because it gets, I just picture all of that stuff I've taken in from patients and from the world mm. exhaling. And then, you know, I do long breath holds and then I feel so peaceful and relax I can see, you you know your stuff like that works for you and people listening to this might be thinking well I don't like that or I don't like this no worries yeah. find something you enjoy and sitting for three minutes we're not asking you know you're not on a treadmill for 30 minutes right if I have to tell a patient like workout versus meditate I'll say meditate first because yeah. after the meditation you're going to be some kind of inspiration you might work out <laughs> that's it well and and you start to hear your own voice and you start to understand when I use my brain to operate I'm like at 44 bits of information per second processing it trying to figure it out when you're functioning more like your heart and your gut and your whole spiritual being that's about 11 million bits of information processed per second and then the heart can then tell you like this is important this is important let's let's steer the ship this way the brain it can get you in the car and turn the ignition on and do all that stuff but it shouldn't yeah. be telling you where to drive the car uh -huh. that's for that's for the heart and for the the self-love and the the wisdom that you have of like you said you're excited when you wake up in the day yeah. you're excited to do your thing and you have all of these different routines that light you up and you right. can find your way of meditating like some people i have a woman that meditates just by sweeping she's like that's just her I could do it for yeah. yeah it's just she's not thinking but she's in that zone some uh -huh. people need and to it's be doing more workout too <laughs> exactly or some people like for me i like to take my shoes off hiking mm -hmm. and just hear the sounds and the vibrations of the nature yeah it's me but that again is it's you you know yourself and you give yourself permission yeah you have to do it a certain way oh nope. <laughs> but just to feel love. into 
Find what gives you joy. Find what gives you joy, whatever it is. I, you know, I used to, you know, work more with fitness and work out. And I used to tell, it's the same recipe, you know, the good exercise is the one you do, whether it's three minutes, five minutes, just do something. Same thing with meditation. Just do what works for you. Then there's no guilt. There's no shame. Oh, I didn't do it today. Fernanda's that bad. No, I just care that you get back to it. Right. And Go ahead. Well, exclamation point on that, because it's the stories then that we make up about ourselves like, oh, I didn't do it this time. I'm a bad person or I'm a lazy person or whatever we've decided about it. So then it shames you and then Mm. you're less likely to continue on on that beautiful path that you're on instead of like, oh, I'm human. And I I got a little off track, but it feels so good to meditate. Now I'm going to get back on that that train of the meditation train, whatever that is. And don't get stuck in the past. It's like, it's gone, right? Didn't do it yesterday. Just focus right now and tomorrow. Like what is in front of me right now is really what we have. And it's like, all right, right now I can do this now and and go forward. Like, let's stop carrying this big luggage. It's time, right? I'm talking to us in our 40s, 50s, 60s. You know, my daughter works with 20 year olds. She does retreats. I'm like, it's a whole different conversation in a lot of ways, but we've raised kids like we've had careers like if we're not having fun now what do you when are you gonna have a great life you know what are you waiting for exactly. yeah yeah and i it is so much more lit up in this way of living of with the self-love and not relying on any translators i call them mm-hmm. on what i need to do what i need to put in my body on my body good Re- word yeah you just, you're, you're in that alignment with your soul. Not that it's not going to be without challenges. So I don't want to make it sound Mm -hmm. like, oh, we've got this magic bullet and your life is going to be heaven on earth. That's not, that's not what we're here for either. And the challenges can then be exciting. Yes. You know, when you have the other piece of the harmony, so you get to recharge. Right. And then you get to face the challenges with a little more Uh, strength, I would call it. So I will be respectful of your time. I could probably spend all day. And I, now I want to go, I really, really, I think I want to sign up for one of the retreats because that just Come sounds on now, so exciting. Sure. Yeah. You know, what I like here is like, you have, you know, I came back from Scottsdale. I'm like, I can't do Scottsdale anymore. So busy. People drive super fast. It's like another Orange County where I used to live. I'm like, I, I can't do it. So come on out here. It's beautifully located. You have your own, I have cabins, you know, you have your own space. We're going to have a beautiful meditation room. We do yoga, I give you time to do your thing. We can do maybe an interview together and put it out there you know and just just be just enjoy your own company right and tell people like you don't have to do a retreat here I wrote that book retreating a book so you can take the book anywhere and follow the three days guided you know retreat that you can do because I do it I just went to Texas remember when you were trying to contact me and it's like I'm just doing a retreat for myself like you know and just wake up whenever I want to just take that time cook the foods I enjoy swim in the ocean and we need to take time to love on ourselves and do these things because we can't leave it for tomorrow which you can do today no that's so beautifully said everything that you said is just so in alignment with with being a very simple protocol, 
My, it's yes. not complicated. No. It, might be, it might seem complicated based on where, where the person is in this moment. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and I'll have, I'll have links to your website. I went on your website and just, I don't know how long I spent there. It was just so soothing and it just looks so, you know, that's how I know it's like, oh, my soul's lit up by this. I got to do it. Oh, thank you so much, Robin. I appreciate you. you're a love filled person and I appreciate your work. You know, people ask me, are you going to do a podcast? Like, that's not my gig. You know, I, I wake up and I don't know what I'm going to do. I just <laughs> like to go in different directions. And the the thought that I have to have a certain thing once a week is not my personality. So I appreciate that you invite me to speak because that I can do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and and I, I love that. And I love that what you're lighting up this world with. And honestly, there's, there are a few of us on this planet. We do things from our heart. We're not necessarily, we don't need to get paid for it. That part is nice, but I mean, I would do all of this for free. Yeah. all of it. And, and half of, well, I'd say probably three quarters I do for free because it's in alignment with my heart. And, and I don't, I don't work for money. Rudolf Steiner said, don't work for money. And I didn't understand it at the time, but now I do because it corrupts you. Yes. It's like, well, I'll sell a little piece of my soul for the, the money. And like you said, when you're in Scottsdale, that's how I feel when I'm in the city. Yeah. I, I get very stressed and very, and not the same harmonious person I am when I'm out in the country or in nature you're an empath and you absorb the energies of the outside and you know and we have to honor that because it's not like oh I'm sensitive you know it's like no I really love being out in nature like that's my thing and I respect that so I'm going to make sure I'm there as much as possible that's and it's an asset too I realized I call us canaries in the mind shaft like we get the symptoms first of the glyphosates and the EMFs and all of this stuff. But I mean, we're, I think we're very valuable assets because my body will tell me instantly now if I'm out of alignment Mm -hmm. or if food's not, if, you know, food Food is so great. The food that's, we had this conversation about food. Like I would say that's the number one because your food becomes your medicine. I have herbs here in my office. I have things, but I leave those for such last resort because if you can make your food, your medicine, you don't have to worry about taking all these supplements, right? And I just got to do one. I just have to say this and I, my audience will get sick of me saying it, but the supplement industry is owned by the pharmaceutical industry and it is corrupted also. So you have to know, like if you go to Fernanda and she's got the herbs on her shelf and she knows her supplements, that's fine. But like vitamin D3, cholecalciferol is a lifted rodenticide. Vitamin C, ascorbic acid is hydrochloric acid and high fructose corn syrup. Like it is not below oh. your body. So yeah, and if you pancreatonia, vitamin C is so bad for you. You know, my um, teacher in body type, he had said, look, if you need vitamin C, eat a cup of strawberries. There you go. There you go. Well, and, and that's how we've usurped it because when I was little, my mom would force me to eat these little vitamin C tablets and I'd get this rash on the inside of my mouth and oh. around my nose and I would itch. I would like scratch my tongue all night. And it's like, so then she would give me coracine and D for my reaction. Did you have canker sores? I would have canker sores. You're probably pancreatonia. Stomach heat comes up and it shows in the mouth. And did you ever, I mean, this is private, but you know, I can, I can help with your body type and you know, you can call me, text me and yeah, no, I'm going to, I'm going to go out and do a retreat for sure. 
Yeah, and even before you come, let me just help you with your diet because you know you can read if you go on my book it will have all the foods there and you can immediately start you know i tell people look for 30 days do the body type because i'll be between two usually i can figure it out but before you know i'll pick one and then you go for 30 days eating the foods that align with your body and then if your energy levels up you're sleeping good your bowel movements are good then we know we're on the diet but then again in, in when you're healthy and well it's okay to go outside of the diet it's when you're not so strong that you want to abide by your body type so really good you know that that's that's it exactly and again your body will give you those symptoms there's signals when you're in harmony, when you're out yes. of harmony and your toxic load is so high, it's like, you're just surviving. I call it like you're calling 911 12 times a day for your body. And eventually they're going to show up depleted. They're not going to be able to help you at all. So yeah. we've got to save the emergency systems for when you're, there's an actual emergency, like you're, you're in Scottsdale and you have to eat something. <laughs> so, so you know, you take yeah. your chances. It's like your body can handle that. It does. It can. We are very resilient. I see people and I'm like, what? You're still alive? Like, I'm shocked. <laughs> That's what I have said my whole, my whole career. It's like, you're on 30 different medications. Yeah. You drink a 12 pack of Pepsi a day. Oh, you drink alcohol. You, have, you don't cook. You eat fast food. And it's, you're still kicking along. Mm -hmm. 100, 200 pounds overweight. So we are hard to kill. So the question yeah. then becomes is what are we capable of when we're not toxified or poisoned in any oh, way? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's like those three pillars. And I tell people, let's work on the diet first because the physical body, because if you're not feeling good, your emotional state's not going to be the best. But when you're eating good, your physical, you know, you feel like, okay, I have energy. I'm working out. You know, I work with these physical elements of the physical body, like diet, you know, workout, all these different, even conscious dressing, right? Because then when you're feeling good, you slept good, then you're like, now you wake up in a good mood, your emotional state is better. Now we're in the emotional block, I call the second block. So you're like more, you know, at peace, more joyful, more able to deal with the, the curveballs of your day. And then when that is in place, then the spiritual self is like, I'm here, Superman, ready to show up and, and be my purpose on the planet. But if you're sitting on the couch, super unhealthy, your spiritual self is kind of dormant saying, hey, get me when you're, you know, when you're ready to go to work, let's go. But right now I'm dormant that that's it and and that's that's why we do this physical work yeah so that you can wake up that spiritual part of yourself and and i i can guarantee you this like when that part is in alignment and in harmony you make all the perfect decisions for your body mm -hmm. it is just you'll read later why you were doing yeah. this and that and eating this and that but your body knows and it will just be intuitively you won't right. even recognize that you're doing it. It'll just all of a sudden, boom, there it is. Yeah. We know people asking like, why should I do all this? Like, do you, you know, if you can get to that, like there's such joy waiting. There's so many gifts. Like you sign up to come here on earth. You're here. You unique, you, you have your talents and things that you can share with people, but you got to work with yourself. Right. You, you know, and then you can show up because and I, I saw this in Scottsdale, you know, people in your fancy cars. I love fancy cars. I have one, like, it's not about that. But the thing is, it's like, if that is your, you know, you know what I mean? If that's yeah. the end goal, like that should just be an extra, you know? And, and I feel like 
you know, if people can understand the richness that come from inside and loving on yourself and being fully you and you don't have to, oh, everybody has that look or that car or, you know, it's not about that. This is this is exactly the energy right now that's so big in our planet is that division is look at you. You're not here. You're not there. Or you believe in this political system or this religious or you're vaxxed. You're not vaxxed. If we can rise above that in the way to rise is to be in that high spiritual self. That's why it's like physical, emotional, spiritual. And because when you're there, the division doesn't exist. You don't care. I just care to wake up and have a great day and hope that, you know, people around me do too, because none of, that's why social media to me is such a distraction. I don't go there. It just, I don't have time for that. I'd rather go walk in nature, hug my dog. No. That's it. That's it. And it's it's a colossal waste of time, but that's how they get you. You know, there's there's billions of dollars spent trying to get you addicted. This red, they call it red circle addiction. Like, how many likes did I get? Oh, how many? God. And it's it doesn't exist. They make it all up. Totally. You know, you're not getting totally. two thousand views. It's just a number on a screen. And yeah, it's these programs. But it's it's when you're you come in because you're gorgeous. I'm in with that, but it's not just, it's not what you look like. It's your energy. Right. It's your energy. And you know, that, that thing, the whole thing with social media, I read in a uh, research, how every time you see a like, or you check something just by checking, like when you, I guess you scroll, you release dopamine in the body. So you're now there again, the body's leading you, right? The body's leading you there. It's like, no, I'm not going to scroll. Like That's it. the rebel in me is easy because I'm always, you know, some of a, a rebel. So I'm like, now that everybody's doing, I'm definitely not going to do it. <laughs> exactly right. And that's the beautiful thing about being in alignment with your, who you are. Cause I've always been a rebel, but I've been apologizing for it mm. because I'm more contentious. And I, or people call me that they say, you need to be kinder and more compassionate. And I said, no, you know, I'm not mean. I'm just being direct. Yeah. And maybe we've gone so far from risking offending somebody of this or that. Mm -hmm. I don't care if I offend you, if I'm speaking truth, I'm not right. insulting. No, I'm not trying to hurt you in any way, but truth has to be told. And I know it's the truth because it's uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, and when we can kind of get to that root, but if, but if I'm an ego, or if I'm triggered, then I keep my mouth shut. Yeah. And we know that and that's the work right every day. I don't know. I can't guarantee that tomorrow I'll be, you know, wake up and I'm, I'm just going to do my work. I'm going to wake up and be like, okay, I want to go snuggle up on the couch, you know, but no, I'm going to sit here and do my meditation. Right. I mean, it is the work, right? If you want to get to somewhere, you got to walk or do the work. So, but we have a choice. There are days that, you know, I might just say, you know, today I'm just going to lay here and that's my right too as long as i'm like all right i own it right this yeah, is what i'm choosing yeah. right that's that's well, right. you and are make up the stories after that yeah exactly <laughs> so but nice to chat with you it was so nice to chat with you fernanda and i will have all of the links to your website and your book and i'm really excited to hear about your new business meditate and then well, maybe we can do a follow-up interview after i go and do my retreat and my experience yes of of how that is. Cause it, there's always things that we can work on. It's like, mm -hmm. you're never there. You're never just like, okay, check the boxes. Yeah. So is there one, anything you want to leave our audience with? Like if they're sitting there feeling excited and inspired, like what's one little simple thing they could do today to get started? 
Well, I say, ask yourself, what is it that I really want? Mm. Right? What is it? Not what is expected of me, not what I need to do. What do I want? And see what comes up. Mm. Right? And then move forward towards that. And it's all about the self, self-love, self-awareness, self-worthy, self-respect, self-confidence, self-love, right? Recover that first. And then everything in your life will show up. That's right. That's right. And it's simple. It's not easy, but it's very simple. So it is, it is, but isn't it fun doing the work? <laughs> yes. That that's the, the beautiful thing. It's, it's like, if I could just down, you know, but get a neural link brain chip in my mind and learn Spanish tomorrow, it's not satisfying to the soul. Mm-hmm. I want to do things that actually satisfy my soul. And that is putting in the work for the reward, but it's because yeah. it's in alignment. It's not, you're telling me to do the work. It's something that I've decided is in alignment with my soul. Right. And it could be something simple. And I say the word work, don't think I got to work 12 hours a day, you know, with some crazy thing. It's like, Hey, do I want peace? What am I doing to feel peaceful? Can I sit for five minutes quietly? Right. That, that's like, you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. have to be, we, we think like work. Oh my God, I got to go sign up for a 12 day fasting in India. No, go to your room, sit comfortably, and start practicing something that maybe you've never done is to go inwards and just, yeah. just know that the body's going to rebel. It's never done that before. And just be like, like you hold a little baby newborn with care and love. Can you hold yourself with that self-love and care? Can you say, all right, I see your antsy to get up. This is new. I got you. You're just going to oh. sit here and breathe. I love that. I love that. And I love this conversation. Now I'm inspired to do, do those things today. Because I don't have any patients or clients today. Do it. I'm yeah. just going to what do I feel like doing today? You know, the first thing that comes up is go, I'm going to go on a hike. I know exactly where I'm going to go. <laughs> I invite everyone listening to this to go and just tap in. Like you said, what, mm-hmm. what do I want to do today? What's yeah. going to light my soul up? So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for being you. Thank you for, I, I honestly think you and your personality and the way that you show up in the world doing these things out of the goodness of your heart is how we rise above and how we solve this because what i was trying to say is that when they see you lit up with this energy with this beauty it's what are you doing what are you doing like i i want to have that feeling and you know robin you you and i talked when i was kind of in a, I, you know, I don't want to word, say the word sick. I was in a sabbatical, let's say. Yeah. And sometimes we're called to do nothing. And that's, I had to, I'm a doer, right? I mean, yeah. I build stuff around this ranch, like, you know, where are my tools? Let's build yeah. a new chicken coop. Now we're building a new, yo, good thing my boyfriend's a contractor, right? He builds me everything. But, but, you know, I had, sometimes the lesson comes to do nothing. And that sometimes the hardest lesson And I had a four week period that I literally did nothing but meditate. And I, I mean, meditate is, you know, a big word, but I realized, wow, I got to do nothing. That's what I I need to do for myself is to just be. So if that's what you're feeling called to, it's like, well, what do I want? I want to do nothing. Then give yourself that, right? Give yourself that. Wow. I need to just be. That's it. Yeah. And, and anything that comes up, hold it with that reverence Mm -hmm. that you would for anyone else on the planet. 
Yes. You know, especially the empaths. Yeah. You want to do, you want to do, you want to help, but uh-huh. you know, like turn that empathetic yeah. vibration inward right. and that's give yourself that, that piece. And I did do that yesterday. I just, I'll have to do one little story. My son did not want to go to school yesterday. And I said, absolutely sleep in. I love to see him sleep. He's 15 and a half. And so he slept in and then he wanted to watch a movie with me. And I don't get to spend that much time with him. I mean, he's, he's, I, he lives here full time, but he's into his friends and what a gift that is. So beautiful. To just sit there and, and snuggle with my son and, yeah. and have that intuition of an understanding like this is so rare. I can appreciate every single yeah. moment I get to spend with him. Oh, Robin, and- that is a beautiful. I'm so glad you shared that because a lot of moms feel fresh, like, gosh, if they don't go to school, am I gonna be a bad mom? No, like God, no, you can't get those times back. My kids moved out. They're all those. I miss them, you know? Yes. Yes. And then when you're in alignment, when you're in harmony, then you get to say, yeah, let's take the day off of school. I'll take the day off of work. Let's let's just be together. And it was was perfect. Yeah. Don't never forget that. My kids still talk about things we've done that I don't remember they're like yeah remember you took me out of school we went to this place that day and I was like yeah I guess yeah it was a long time ago but okay uh, and you know and it's so one. good for them to feel that you know they get their time with their mom and for you to reconnect and be those are you know the parasympathetic activities that I talk in the book like we're always go 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 we activate the sympathetic nervous system right but those times of down like meditation yoga massages going for a walk breath work that you do those are the parasympathetic activities that allow the body to release the good healthy you know chemicals that tell the body you're safe you're good restore heal yourself how many of those are people integrating their days to compensate for the go 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 well, exactly. And then you get depleted and then you get grouchy. And then you, that's when I think you start to reach for things like energy drinks and alcohol and fast food and the things to compensate or coffee or caffeine. Like, I mean, I, and I did it too. I, I'm guilty of all of that. We are, we're all here <laughs> in the journey together. Yeah. Nobody just go up a few steps. Sometimes we come down, but we're here in this together. And that's the yeah. beauty is let's celebrate each one of us that's it and walking side by side hearing each other's song lighting each other up inspiring yes. each other. that is that is the journey I, I I feel that in my heart so thank you so much for being on this planet at the same time I am thank you for connecting me in this way and I look forward to meeting you in person me too Robin thank you and have a beautiful rest of your week 